Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. The Luxury Lounge is your space to really let let the complaints sing. Fa-la-la-la-la, everything sucks. That's right. Come to the lounge, complain away. My guests and I will take you what you do. And I, I said this on the Patreon version of the Luxury Lounge. I, I made this metaphor. You do a little, you blow a complaint bubble, right? And my guests and I get behind that bubble and blow it just further into the sky. And that's what we're here for. And, and I mentioned the Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. It, it has become a community. That's right. It is a place where we have an extra. So I do, a, uh, I do an extra podcast on Mondays called Coffee with J-Train. And then on Fridays, I'm ta- that is the date we're taping us. There's an episode of a Luxury Lounge episode where everyone's complaint gets read. You know, some people... Some weeks it's less complaints than other. This week there were 17 complaints and I and I blew the bubble further along on my own. It's a little bit of a different atmosphere because there's no guests and it's just you 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 know your boy Uncle J Train and you just you know sitting there hanging. So if you want to sign up it's 5 bucks a month. Um I love Patreon. I love like I I I really am I'm myself on this podcast. I don't think I think my guests would agree. I don't think this is so. I don't think I turn into some monster behind as the when the cameras go off, uh, turn off, uh, or a different person. But I would say I'm most myself on the Patreon. I, and I don't know. I, maybe I shouldn't. Th- th- that's not fair to me here because I am myself. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I. It's just a dim the lights. You know. I guess the difference is on this podcast. The you know the one that goes out to. The, the whole internet, all of the monsters of the internet, I, I'm performing maybe a little bit more. I'm, I'm probably at a, at a seven instead of the six. And some people prefer the six, you know? So go on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Sign up. I got shows. And if you're listening, you know I got shows. I got shows. I got shoes in different area codes. Area code shoes. If you're listening right now, Detroit, Michigan. I've never done stand up in Detroit. I've been going there my whole life. My mom is from Southfield. Um, I'm gonna have a lot of family there. It's gonna be a fun weekend. Um, so Detroit, Albany. I'll probably go to. Oh, what is it? Steve's Deli. I'll go to Steve's Deli. Good Deli in Detroit. Albany, Milwaukee, Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia, Boston. That second show, uh, first is sold out. Second show on a Saturday. So that's a that's an easy night to do a late show. Also just added Miami for Thanksgiving. So come over. Let's carve the turkey together in Miami. The weekend after, so that Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Miami. So jaredfreed.com. For the tickies, very excited for today's guest, hilarious comedian. He has a special coming out on October 6th. It is called Check Right. Andy Fiore, thank you for coming in the lounge. Thank you for having me. I love it here. I was thinking like when you uh, are explaining the difference between, you know, just the regular podcast and yeah. the patron. It's like when you're at a work event and mm-hmm. you're you're with people you like and coworkers that you get along with, but then the patron, it's kind of like when you get with your college friends. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Thank you. This is like, I, this is how you know Andy works in the biz. He's a, a <laughs> professional radio guy and and no, you're right. It is it does feel like cuz I do talk to them in a more I do talk to the patron people like in a way that I'm yeah. like you do kind of trust that they're there for you. I, you know, any, this is, a, you know, this is like a, a mark. We're, we're at like a stand at the public bazaar. Like people, anyone can walk up to this podcast. Anybody, anybody. anybody. There's someone listening going, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just want right. to buy some marmalade and not right. get, you know. 
Why um, I got uh, uh, this Jew is just whining about <laughs> whether he can open up or not. <laughs> but with the college friend, you got that little uh, insulation. In the, you're a little more insular. You know, you've got right. that little buffer. You can really buffer. be yourself. Well, it's the difference between telling a story to friends and telling a story on stage. Your friends will stick yep. around. They trust you to tell the story. Yep. They they go, oh, the punchline's coming. I like this person. So I do understand their whole background. I remember the first time I tried to tell a story on stage, people were looking at me like, we don't know you. We don't trust yeah. you. Yeah. You know, get to the. We don't know your do the one line. Right. Do the one liners. Shut the fuck up exactly. with this story yeah. about your life. And I wanted to, you know, we're, Andy's here. Uh, because he's hilarious and wonderful, but also oh, thank you. because he has a special that is coming out October 6th. And listen, talk about the, you know, the I'm talking about the, the you know, the, the public bazaar, the market. You made this yourself. You're putting yeah. it on your YouTube page uh -huh. for you, all you want is people listening right now to yeah. watch it. That's all you want. It's funny. It's hilarious. When Andy was taping it, he opened for me to yep, like yep. get ready for it. It's I've seen it. Thanks, you know, man. It, it's hilarious, and it's dedicated to your dad who passed away, and yeah. it's funny because uh, your dad who passed away, and then I'm like, it's funny, but it's funny because <laughs> when you do stand up, you get to know, and especially when you start with people, and you and I who have always been kind of around each other in these, sure. you know, these bars and shows and clubs. Yeah. I knew you had an older dad. Yeah. So like like Older you just I just right like and, and it's like in a way that you don't know people from work's you know life situation. Yeah, I've listened to your bits about having an older dad, and <laughs> it's it's all hilarious. But it's like it's so funny to like know these little things about people that you don't know is you know more than maybe you you would in any other context because I've watched yeah. you talk about it on stage. But right. that's a lot of this special has to do with that, right? Not yeah, I mean let's. It's not a it's not a whole dead dad special. No, it's not, I didn't know, like a one man show about my dead dad. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a good chunk of that in there. It's really actually toward the end. Uh, it's basically um, just a, like it's like a, it's an it's paying homage to someone who uh, was really like a beloved kind of guy in in me and even my friends and extended people's lives. Mm. He's just one of those kind of guys. I call him like the Betty White of dads. Like everybody just kind of loved him and could get along with him. Love and it. so. It's more of a, a um, it's it's a happy special. It's not like depressing stuff, you know. I don't like. I hope my pitch wasn't saying that it was depressing. No, it's funny, but it, yeah. it is. But it's like, you know, when you talk about having an older dad, and then like it's dedicated to him. It's it's coming out on his birthday, which is yep. really wonderful and sweet. But it, I, I, it's just so weird to me that you're like, you know, it's about my dad, and, I, and in my head, I go, old dad. Like I knew well, that he about was you. he was in his late hundreds when he passed. I mean, seriously, he was. <laughs> this, is a, this is a happy. This is a happy life. This is one of those absolutely, you know, yeah. absolutely the happiest dude I ever knew. But yeah, he had me at fifty five, and I was his first kid. That's when Why, he started having kids. What, what was the you know what 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 was that what what. I don't know why. He, that's maybe why he was so happy. He just right. had no stress of a wife or children until he was in his fifties. So you know, he got to do Didn't everything. Didn't have to deal with you women. Right. <laughs> no, he um, he was a mechanical engineer by trade. He was, a, but he was a World War II vet. Mm. Um, you know, he he then went on to work in uh, mechanical engineering for his well into his eighties, and. Uh, yeah, then I guess so. A smart guy. Yeah, very smart guy, math nerd, kind of that, you know. But also like a really hard worker, like always outside in the yard. One of those kind of dads, just like, always mowing the lawn. Well, engineers is that crossover of like nerd who can build a fort really well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's works with their hands, nerds. Totally. You know, like they because I remember, like know how to design something and then can right. also build it with their hands. Exactly. They know the <laughs> it was always like something I envied. I mean, like I went to Penn State. At Penn State is an engineering, huge engineering department, as most state yeah. schools, I think, do. And, you know, in my fraternity, there were guys that like, you know, they're putting the molecules together like they were they were doing that for sure. All, always smart always but like then you'd be like man this playstation 2 is broken they're opening up the back <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> like whereas so. i just want to play tony hawk pro skater I, yeah. I don't know how to put the game together i just want to play it 
I'm blowing into the CD thing of the PlayStation <laughs> Two. Exactly. That's my engineering on my skills. Yeah. So yeah, he and, no, literally, you come from uh, you're a Massachusetts guy in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. There's a small ski resort, not even a resort. Yes. It's just a small mountain called Butternut Ski Basin. And I, my I dad, know Great Barrington, but yeah, yeah, my dad designed and built that ski mountain with his engineering firm partner. So it's like literally, he did do what you're saying. That's I mean, it's cool. It's something I have, and again, envious because it is so beyond any type of skill I have. You know, like yeah, I, and, I respect it even more. And let me be honestly, but it completely skipped a generation. All those skill, <laughs> that skill and intelligence. I'm here, yeah. whereas he was actually building, and then, but then he was like a, a skier his whole life. So he was like, he was an athlete. He was great. Like he was in the uh, Olympics in 1950. Come in on, London. I swear to God. So he was uh, a football and lacrosse player in college. He went to RPI, which is a huge nerdy engineering school, mm-hmm. and lacrosse was in the Olympics that year to see if it was going to be a mainstay as an Olympic sport. And his college team won that. We'll just send those guys as our representatives. You cut out. His college team won what? They won the national championship. Unreal. That year. So the U.S. was like, let's just send those guys as our representatives. Yeah. Yeah. So that's unbelievable. I know. And it's like one story after the next like that with him. I I guess with an older dad, you kind of like, you know, I, I guess they're like, yeah, I got like, I got a whole treasure trove of these stories. But you know, because man is, yeah, you know, young dad, you're in the stories, maybe like you, you know, twenty eight, and yeah, that's all the stories are about, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you know, but old dad, it's like, yeah, twenty eight, I was, you know, out and you know, out in Europe and sipping on cocktails, and I met this fine dame. You know, it's like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You, so okay, we want everyone to go check out Andy's special. Yeah, yeah. Andy's hilarious, and again, people. I, 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 when people come on here with their specials, I like I, I, I especially the YouTube specials. You go, what a gift! Yeah. You can airplay this on your your TV. You're gonna hold the rookie card of Andy Fiore. You're gonna watch someone that you can share with someone else, and you're gonna be the interesting person that knows like a comic. And and I'm telling you. It's going to be hilarious. Make it a date night. Make it a night. Subscribe to Andy on Instagram at Andy Fiore. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Andrew Fiore. Um, and it's October 6th. It's called Check Thank Right. You. The whole link and everything will be in my in the bio of this episode, all that stuff. So everyone go Thanks, check it man. out. Uh, let's get to the complaints. I'll do mine first, and then you can do yours. You ready? All right, sir. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, my complaint, I am staying in a Fairfield Inn. When you stay in a Fairfield Inn, you know what you're up for. You get it, right? Like, you know this is going to be, you know, just the bare bones operation. What I hate is that these hotels will try and dress up the situation with marketing. And you're just like, stop calling things that. They call, (laughs) you know the store that's next to the check-in desk that has like chips and like tuna in a can? Absolutely. I live at that store. Right. And when you go to that store, you know you have made kind of a deal with the devil. You're like, fuck it. No one's ever gone to that store and been like, ooh, let's get dinner tonight. Let's make, (laughs) let's have a meal. They call it the corner market. (laughs) <laughs> and that annoys me so much. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the corner market, going to get a baguette in my, you know, in my linen bag that I get all my groceries in and put together a nice meal. No. When you go to the corner market, you're getting canned chicken, a Gatorade, maybe a spike seltzer, and like popcorn if there's a microwave in the room. Like, it shouldn't yeah, be called if you're that. Lucky. Right? Doesn't that? I just wish it wasn't like, don't lie to my face. 
Don't look at me and go, oh, would you like anything from the corner market? No, no, no. no. <laughs> what, what, what am I going to get? A panini? No. Right. Call, right. call it the mistake market. That's what it should yes. be called. <laughs> Just call it, you should call it uh, the place where Andy goes after shows and nine times out of ten looks around to see if he doesn't have to pay for these because <laughs> right. it's so late and nobody's there. Th- yeah, the, 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 the market of thieves. Yeah. You know, when you, you put like, and then you That's do that how thing. little they care about it, though. They don't right. even keep it uh, under any sort of supervision. None. You, it's all and, honor system. They just go, listen, these people who are coming here at 2 a.m., right. let's just let them have this. And, let's and you just know what let I, them have these. Right. Take it. We'll deal with They the, need the this in their lives. They need this. The things are so bad they're at a fair field in. Here's the other thing. They don't give you a bag. No okay. Bag. So you can only get what you can fit in your hands. So when you're hungry and you're drunk and you come back, I've there's so many times where I've gone to the front desk and I'm like hugging oh like yeah. literally seven bags of chips and they're like well what do you got there and i have to go through well i have doritos and cookies <laughs> and now i have to face all the garbage that i've right. made decisions to eat room 303 please i can't reach my wallet so you're gonna have to charge it to the room <laughs> yeah is that it yeah well i'll probably be back down in 10 minutes right. when i come back for my second haul <laughs> From the fucking market of mistakes. Absolutely. That's Andy, a great one. Andy, do you have a complaint? I do have a Hold on. I have a luxurious complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. This is kind of my luxurious complaint because it's uh, just past wedding season, if you will. And even the fall is still a big wedding season. If you had the preference fall, winter, spring, summer, how would you rank the weddings? In terms of what I would want to get married in or what I like going to? Going to. I have to give it to the fall. Because for me, I'm a big mm. dude, and the weather is more cooperative with my uh, drinking and and sweating routines. You know what you I mean? Know, you know, it's funny. I thought the same thing. I was like, what <laughs> do I most want to be in a suit for? Like, there's not a lot exactly. of like... Exactly. There's not a lot of like March weddings or like... No. Uh, like, February weddings don't happen. Everyone's afraid it's of the weather. Super Bowl. You can't risk it. So, you can't risk it. And... and but I guess March would be the best, like March in a SEC town, like I know. A March in a U- in a North Carolina area would probably be best. And it is funny that like the first thought isn't, well, what will the leaves look like? We're both like, when will my balls be sweating the least? <laughs> exactly. Because right. listen, I'm in the suit already. That's going to make me hotter internally. So I need the outside weather to be as crisp as possible. So like, once go- I have nine vodka sodas in me, you know, I'm going to be red faced and sweating anyway. I need right. all the help I can get. See, I actually like when I like. So I'm with you fall and then it goes spring because you don't have sure. any. There's no sports on really. So there's nothing to do. The only then downside it, to the fall date. Right. And then you go, I would say summer. Because it adds like maybe a trip or an event. And then winter wedding, I think, is last just because I don't know if I've even been to that many. And what they end up being is it takes over your New Year's Eve. But I've been to a New Year's Eve wedding before and you just constantly hate the couple the whole time. Really? Because you're going, I should be doing coke in Manhattan right now. (laughs) (laughs) You've ruined (laughs) my coke night. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you go on. You had a you have a complaint about the wedding. So this is just kind of a thing that I don't know if it happens. Maybe it happens to comedians more than other people because we're, I guess, kind of uh, a, a more comfortable dressed people because right. that's what our line of work calls for. 
Yeah, uh, we're not we're not Jerry Seinfeld mostly no, putting on I'm not the a suit. suit comic. Right. It's uh, people when I see them in a when they see me in a suit, they go, "You clean up nice." Right. I hate the phrase. I mean, this is more of a pet peeve, I guess, than a right. complaint. But it's no, just, a complaint. It's the, I, 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 I'll allow it. It's the you clean up nice uh, backhanded compliment. This is right. nothing more than that. Right. You it, know, it, it's just, it, it is it is basically saying you look like shit most of the time. Right. This is how you should look if you tried. Right. Good for you. You made an effort once in your life. That's yeah, what they're saying. And I love putting on a suit, but right once three times a year. You know what I mean? Why do we have to down everything else to uplift you? It, it, it bo- Exactly. I, so I get this with The Bachelorette, and it yeah. annoys me to no ends. And and it's it's similar. It's like the unsaid of what you're saying hurts me more than anything else. Right. Because and because you have to sit there with the going and it, and this is all in the land of confidence. Like I think there's people out there sure. like where they're they're uber confident. They never think of the margins of what people say. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm only thinking of the margins. Like absolutely. Like I have I have a few examples. I'll give you a few examples of exactly right. this. When I do The Bachelor and I yell at the screen, I have people that message me, thanks, now I don't have to watch the whole show. And it's like, <laughs> good for you. Wait, you know, Thanks for doing all this work to update me yeah. on what's going on. No, this is a comedic performance I'm doing. How about this was hilarious and was a fun thing you did that I enjoyed? Yeah. Here's another the- one. Okay. Here's another one. I have people who have opened for me. You didn't do this. Okay? okay. I'll start with you didn't do this. Okay. Well, I'm so excited for what this is. I have is. people who have opened for me. They go, thank you so much for having me open. I love your audience. Your ah. audience is so fun. How about you were fucking hilarious. You, I had a great time. How you? Right. Uh, the audience was fun. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know they're fun because I'm fucking fun. I know. Why do you right? think they're here? <laughs> Why do you think? <laughs> yeah. So how about a compliment for me? Totally, totally. Right. That, that's one. another one. And anytime someone says, um, if if they if, if you come off stage and anyone says, oh, I had someone the other day, they go, they sent me a, a screenshot. So their friend was at my show and the whole screen and they go, looks like you're killing it. And I look at the screenshot thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get all these compliments. And they wrote, Jared, look good. Look good. I'm not. <laughs> I know. I'm not going on stage doing a fashion show. I know. I don't give a fuck. That's what that's what, it comes back into mind. Right. You clean up nice. Clean up nice. Look, look good. How bad did I look before? And yeah. I was I was less funny than good looking. And I think women get that a lot. Where like sure, sure, sure. You know, like if you post a stand up clip and someone writes, "You really look good in that shirt," I get more mad at that than I this know. fucking sucked. I know. I don't want I don't give a sh- I didn't think three seconds about this shirt. I was thinking about the jokes the entire time. Right. And and here's the reality. And this is being hard on ourselves. But this is comics are notoriously hard on themselves. If it was funnier, they wouldn't have mentioned your shirt. And right. that's kind right. of where we go to. That's and where that, our mind immediately goes. Right. So I understand this completely. It's the unsaid diss that yeah. comes with their compliment. I have. So many comic little comedian pet peeves that right. only I, it might not be great because I don't think the mass audience knows about it. Just like like comics who daintily hold the mic like under like the underhand mic hold with like three it. fingers. Hold it like a fucking person. <laughs> it, you're not, oh, my God. It's just I hate like when they wrap their I hate when they wrap their hand around it like they're yeah, the, Eminem. Yeah, I right, hate that right. shit. Yeah, like you're in a rap battle. Right. I I. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, this is insider stuff, but, it, but it's in the land of luxury because it's like, listen, we get to do comedy, which is a beautiful thing. You know, the, what, a, what a privilege. And then you get to complain about these other things that really yeah. don't matter. So let's go, to the, let's go to the emails. You ready? Podcast at gmail.com. You can send anything you'd like. You just got to title it Luxury Lounge and then give us a little taste of what you're talking about. Like this one's called Luxury Lounge, No Fun in the Party Sun. So... That's how you title okay. him. J train podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending him in. Please, everyone. Andy is hilarious. You're going to love his special at Andy Fiore on Instagram. 
Andy, Andrew Fiore on YouTube. So just search youtube.com slash Andrew Fiore, but it's all on his Instagram, at Andy Fiore on all Instagram, com. The, the special is called Check Right. It's out October 6th. Okay. Jared and Distinguished Guest. All the feathers everywhere I can put them. Oh, thank you. Here's my complaint. Planning group parties. I'm allergic to the sun. Always sunburnt, become covered in hives, and I'm allergic to alcohol. Choose to be sober. Oh I'm complaining. God. I'm complaining be- about. I'm complaining about me essentially. I want to go to these get-togethers and enjoy the sunny outings and wine tastings and everything in between. But every time I just think about it, I like the like all the other times I imagine being sunburnt, covered in a heat rash, and being the only sober one out there. I know I need to do these group outings and try to pick and choose my battles, but fuck. All the bachelorette parties are in the sunny are in a sunny godforsaken place and where everyone wants to get plastered. <laughs> I want I want to experience it all, but asking my drunk off their ass friends or family members to help uh, put on sunscreen is a total buzzkill and leaves me splotchy. Thank you. Sincerely, allergy invested bitch. What do you think, Andy Fiore? This is a problem. Uh, it's, yeah, that's that's first of all, as a, a very pasty guy, a pale dude, I get yes. that. I'm not allergic to the sun, but I but have you're the to, perfect guest for this. I have to really st- I love the beach, too. And I just have to constantly slather myself in 100 SPF. Now, first anyone, the, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's a really you just got dealt a shitty hand being right allergic to the sun and alcohol. That negates 99.9 percent of bachelorette parties. She's right, right. and anyone, through no fault of your own. But anyone who pulls out sunscreen during a bachelor party, I'm like, who brought this guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like if so, because you, what you're doing is you're bringing reality in the situation. You're going, hey, does anyone want the cancer blocker? And you're like, we, right. we came to have fun. Why well, we don't <laughs> want know. get your I'm sunscreen smoking out a of cigarette here. right now. No, <laughs> right. I I drank seven white claws. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's what I here's what I think is yeah. if you because she seems like she's down to party, but through her her physical you know disability if you if you if i may you she's just literally not able to i think because for the good of the bachelorette party you don't want to be the downer and you don't always want to have right. your friends being like we'd love for you to like we don't you don't want to be planned around because it's not about you especially right. at a bachelorette party you so want to blend you want to blend into exactly. the exactly yeah. chameleon if you like the sunscreen is if you Somehow you got to find a way to let the if they're out on the boat for the day having cocktails, you got to just kind of take one for the team and be like, I'll catch up with you guys at the club later somewhere out of the sun and start getting into Molly or something non-alcoholic. <laughs> like, you know, you want to have fun, but you can't be it. in the sun or booze. Those are two I, real tough ones. I love that you're, the, the, they said I'm allergic to alcohol, but they choose to be sober. So I love that they, oh, they're oh, like, oh. I don't, they're like, I'm sober. And you're like, just a little Molly. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. California sober, maybe like right. smoke weed. So listen, I, I'm with you. I'm with you a little bit. Pick and choose your battles. It's a tough, this tough person. Rap. And plus, the the other problem is if she just go, goes and she gets the sun, the sunburn, no one allergic to the sun. Everyone goes. That's not even something I would even like. Uh, I would even I would go. Yeah, we all are. We all got sunburn. Like, I, I you know, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe it. I believe them. But like, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be the asshole. Yeah, and yeah. So, and then what they're gonna have to because so if I'm that way I think most people are that way, so most people they're gonna get sunburned and everyone's gonna go ooh you got sunburn I know it, yeah here's what they do they need to go early leave early from every yep. event yeah so you go to every event you go early because also being sober. You don't want to be around the drunk bachelorette parties. You don't want to be there at 2 a.m. You want to be there at 7 p.m. You want to be there when everyone has their head on straight, when everyone's having a good time. And that's honestly the best parts of the bachelorette party. Yeah. That's the best parts of the bachelorette party is when is early on when everyone's ball busting. So you want to be first, first Uber 
and you want to be the first Uber out. And that yep. and, and and I think that saves you from hating your friends and them from being feeling a little judged. I think that's yeah. their move. And it's only going to get better as you get older, too, because right. when you get Things older, slow down. they start to get tamer and people start mm-hmm. to go to bed a little earlier. So it's like, yeah, you listen, like I said, through no fault, you just got dealt a shitty rap there. You, it's going to be OK. You know. And also, you have to present events that are fun yeah. and under the cover of night or inside. Yeah. In, You're going to have to and, do a little extra legwork. Right. Let's research. Let's maybe do like a top golf that has like a overhead you know like yep. you gotta look for oh, and, casinos and just, yeah just present options that are indoor activities yeah. but shows fun. comedy and yeah i well maybe not comedy for bachelorette parties but i mean uh cirque du soleil broadway right. like you know it's something where you're out of the sun and it doesn't necessarily here's, i don't know here's, man it's here's just here's shitty. another here's another option uh drag brunch Drag brunch. Drag brunch is helpful because, and and listen, there are now drag brunches everywhere, everywhere. even in places you don't expect. They're in you, kindergartens. You, right. It's crazy how many <laughs> drag brunches there are. Like, you go to Alabama, and they're like, we don't take kindly right, right. to your people around here. And then they're like, and also the drag brunch is going to be at yeah. 6 o'clock inside the church. You know, like, you're like, what? Here? <laughs> yeah. But drag brunches are indoor activities. So yeah, absolutely. Be, and, and and everyone wants to do them. And you won't have to deal with someone going, well, I want to sit outside. Drag brunch. It's time to play. No stakes, no pressure, just pure enjoyment. Fuel your play with liquid IV. For hydration, that's two times faster than water alone because life's better when you're hydrated. Liquid IV has 10 refreshing flavors like Conquer Grape, Lemon Lime, and Tropical Punch. The lemon line is delicious. I love Liquid IV. I always have it when I get home from a night out and the next morning, and I am good to go. And I love Liquid IV because it's it, it, it's what makes it so effective is cellular transport technology designed to enhance rapid absorption of water into the bloodstream. Liquid IV is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, and three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. I love Liquid IV. I have it after uh, again when I get home and when I wake up and I'm good to go. I brought it to the comedy cellar. Now that staff, the staff of the cellar, they're out all night. They're on their feet. They're having drinks. They went wild. They love it. Loved it. And and keep asking for it. So grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or you can get 15% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use code JTRAIN at checkout. That's 15% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today. Using promo code JTRAIN at liquidiv.com. First impressions start at your feet. What you wear down there tells the world who you are. If you don't want to choose between comfort and style, pick Rothy's. All their shoes look and feel great right out of the box with no break-in period. I have them. I have the driving shoe. Driving shoes, it's a a loafer. Those do have break-in period. They take a minute. These did not. These were comfortable right away. They look good. They look good with jeans. You can dress them up, wear them down. It's great. So many colors uh, that work season after season. I have the camo one. I absolutely love them, and they look great, and they make me feel good. I wear, you know, and I wear them on stage, out for drinks. It, it, it's just a good, sharp look, and I get comments on them everywhere. And if you're looking for a nice gift uh, or for your boyfriend or your husband, they also have them for women. I don't, you know, the ones I wear, I just love them. And I think whoever your, you know, brother, boyfriend, whoever you're dealing with, they're going to love them too. They're so comfortable. You can wear them all day. And they're designed to be washing machine safe. That's huge. I've had mine for a couple of years now and they look brand new. Get both style and comfort this summer with Rothy's. Plus get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at Juma.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with andy fiore everyone go follow at andy fiore andy fiore.com october 6th that's when the special comes out luxury lounge hotel lobby bathroom jared love the many podcasts i'm excited to say that i'm seeing you later in the summer at your dc show well that's already happened my first comedy show ever listen the dc shows were wonderful 
Uh, I, I hope they had a great time. Now, here's my complaint. I have a wedding that I'm attending in Bumblefuck, New Jersey. Many in the country don't understand there is such a thing as Bumblefuck, New Jersey. Absolutely. It's my they, home state. I know it well. You know it well. Okay. So I booked a room in a hotel, a hotel block set aside by the bride and groom. The ceremony starts at 2 p.m., but check-in at the hotel is 3 p.m. After I saw this, I called the hotel and asked if they could make it earlier, considering I need to get ready for the wedding and get to the church much before 2 p.m. They said no. I told them I was in the wedding block, and obviously no one in the wedding block could wait until 3 p.m., but they said there was nothing they could do. Since this wedding is in the middle of nowhere, this is the only hotel that will work, so fully I anticipate squeezing into the hotel lobby bathroom with all my bags and trying to do my makeup with the rest of the 200-person wedding. Sincerely, the girl with a $300 dress who doesn't want to get changed in a stall. This is awful. This is a tough one. I mean, here's a real hard one. Well, we're not really generally here to solve these problems. We're here to complain with them. Yeah. And and because I I mean, (laughs) (laughs) well, because they're. And it's like it starts with who who to get most angry at. Yeah. And right now they're putting their blame on the hotel for not letting you check in early. But the (laughs) but. The hotel is is I I you know I'm not I'm I understand the 3 p.m. check-in, but I also want to know that they are trying their best to get as many rooms out of there as possible so that they can yep. get people in earlier. I'm someone who takes the first flight, and I would say for me, get, getting an early room with the 3 p.m. checkout, I would say it's 80-20. I get it. Right, right, right. Like, I got here 2 o'clock. I mean, that's an hour before 3. But I, I get it, generally. And even during these times where, every, you know, all the travel is booked like crazy, I've been – but in the times I don't, I go, I just missed one at the blackjack table. Like, it happens. Uh, like, I, I and yeah. I can't and, – and honestly, for people listening, this is why I always check out. I pay it forward. I, when I leave a hotel, I don't just good leave. Of you, good of you. Because if you check out, now they can get to that room and clean it up for the next person yeah. who might come in early. So I try yeah. my best to be a good citizen of the world. And I never used to good. do this. I never used to do this. I always would I just walk out. Never. I leave. You're <clears throat> they better than me. I mean, they should. But I, I don't understand why the hotels don't say this. this. Now I'm mad at the hotels again. Because... They should say when you check in, they, they say to you so many things They're like, do you want, you know, they ask you about the housekeeping. Do you want housekeeping every day? And now they're like asking right. you, why right. wouldn't they say to you? And here's another thing. If you plan yep. on checking out before the 12, you know, t- check out at 12. If you plan on, right. on leaving before 12, please let us know so we can pass it along to the next person. Absolutely. Like, why not say that to people? That To me, that's yeah, like it a. it takes nothing. N- it takes nothing, and you've helped yourselves in the process, and you've helped me when I'm in the next city in this country. But I, I would Absolutely. say to this person, I would be more angered at the the bride. I they was just going to say, go. I'm going right to the top. I'm going right. right to the couple with this one. And it's a part of your wedding festivities to be able to at least be somewhere reasonable where people can stay. I mean, they're coming for you. So, right. like, it's not well, just out of your hands once you book the location of your wedding. And and to all the brides out there, their goal, all brides, they say the same thing. I just want everyone to have a fun time. Right. Well, she's now working against. Yeah, you've worked against yourself. you got yes, a bunch of exactly. people who are bathing in a, you know, Fairfield Inn lobby sink to get ready for your party, so everyone's uncomfortable. We just talked about how yep. weddings, how important it is to be comfortable in your suit and not have ball yep. sweat. This person, if I'm the wed- you know, the bride, and you plan these ahead, you got to make accommodations. You got to rent out a high school gym. Go, let us in their locker room. Do something for your people. This should exactly. be. And, and 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 I would say that. And and, and the, the other thing is, everyone's afraid. Everyone tiptoes around a bride. No one says anything. I was gonna say. 
you don't want to be that day of you're you're putting them against you because all right. everybody does when they go to a less than great wedding is we just all talk about it together right and now it's it's us versus them you know what i mean I, you go yeah can you believe where the fuck they got to stay in here the so the wet here's what i remember from weddings i remember i tweeted this a few weeks ago but if you have bad cocktail hour food I will never forget that. I will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is you for the rest of your life to me. If you have a wedding where there was a break between ceremony and party and we had nothing to do during that break, yep. happens at a yep. lot of Catholic weddings. Yes. I will never forget. That's yes. that's you know, that is a disaster to me. If you had a hot wedding with no air conditioning, I'll never forget. Yep. And yep. I will hold it against you the rest of your life. But if it's Cash fun, bar. forget the. I mean, I'll never get talk out of to my you life. Again. Never. <laughs> I, I. And and the thing is, it, it it is interesting. We you. It's like the casino. To go back to the casino reference earlier, I don't remember the wins. I only exactly. remember the losses. Yeah. Well, can I also say though, it only takes a little extra to make a wedding really, really fun and memorable. Right. Like. My uh, my friend got married earlier this summer. They had every it, it's really about on those downtimes having a place for people to go and keeping them busy. So have a go. Hey, yeah. uh, in between the wedding and the cocktail hour, there's a bar here that if uh, they you know, they know we're coming. My sister got married in June and they went so far ahead down the line down the night of the of the wedding they go hey even after the reception is done we have booked a room for an after party they know the, the hotel knows we're going to be there so it's a place for go it's an after hours event right now. and that's right. the little things where people go hey man that was really cool that they did like a little after hours thing I, so I, it's I, like i take it back i remember the losses and the wins i remember the details Yes, it's the win exactly. is the the win is in the details, and it's uh, like you're saying. Like if this, if this, like if this woman who wrote in, if this bride was like, hey, and got ahead of it, was like, we have this weird arbitrage thing going on. Reception right. at two, um, checking at three. We have rented a spa with yes. lockers. You would there go, you go. You would go. Oh my god! Can you believe? Yeah. They re- that would be the talk of the town. Of Everyone course, would be, be a hero. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Andy Fiore at Andy Fiore on Instagram. Go follow Luxury Lounge. I love this. Listen, I like solving are, them, too. Right. No, if we can, I, I, I like the instinct because if you can yeah. solve them, you got to. But, you know, yeah. sometimes people don't want their problems solved. They just want you to That's go, true. yeah, that fucking sucks. And that is true of a lot of weddings where people just go, listen, it's my day, so that's your problem. I have a lot right. of other things to worry about. You know, like, I get that instinct. Just, you know, well, and I'm sure it's easier said than done. But. Well, to that person, I go, yeah, that's a wedding that will be remembered, you know, you know yeah. badly. Just know we're all talking shit. Yeah. We, we hate being here. Right. <laughs> Luxury Lounge. Everyone asks me to dog sit. Jared and Guess, huge fan of all that you do with J-Train You Up and just saw you in San Francisco for You Up Live. Here's my complaint. I'm constantly getting asked to dog watch for friends and family that live in my city. I'm someone that doesn't have a dog and has a sister, cousin, and multiple friends who own dogs and constantly go out of town, which leads to them texting me to watch their dog. I'm pretty sure they always ask me since I don't have a pet to take care of, so they assume I have time to watch their animal. To me, that is... Awful and annoying. No, I don't have the animal because I don't have the time for the animal. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I get, I got, I get texts every other week to watch someone's every other week. You're, you're a kennel I at know. this point. Uh, to watch someone's dog when I'm in town, I feel say I feel bad saying no, but then it leads to me having to work all my plans around this dog I'm watching. Yeah, you have a dog, you but it just switches cheap family. This is what fucking they got. Yeah. They got dog I mean, lodging. This is your family's cheap. Right. And also, they, this person does have a dog, but it's a different personality every time they've fucking taken a new one. So <laughs> I, I, I'm dealing with a schizophrenic dog, you know? So 
I hate that if I decide to day drink with friends last minute or want to go out at night with friends, I have to base those plans around when I'm going to check in with this dog. Yeah, it's horrible. If I wanted a dog, I would have gotten one. And now it Absolutely. feels like Absolutely. You guys you guys are saying no. Right. And now it feels like I have half the time I have one half the time because I'm dog sitting everyone around me. Uh, for everyone around me. Thanks for letting me air my complaint in the lounge. Would love to hear your thoughts. Andy Fiore, what do you think? This is a great one because I just got asked uh, by uh, our other friend, Ariel, to uh, Ariel Elias. Very funny. Comedian. She's been on the she show. Has, yes. Has just asked me this week to dog sit for uh, her. And I went and saw a concert on Tuesday. I went and saw Nas and Wu-Tang on mm. Tuesday night. I knew I was having I knew I had things planned and I yeah. knew I wouldn't be able to spend time with the dog. So I just said, listen, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I have too much going on. It's also it why I don't have a dog. But is that your what was your exact response to Ariel, who, listen, we're all fans of. We love Ariel. But you you had a hard conversation that might help this person. Tell you exactly. I'll go to the text. Message Read the text, and- because this could help everyone. Everyone in the luxury lounge. I can tell you right now. Nobody. I, I will say it. You could send people this clip. Send, sure. send, send people this clip. Me saying, hey, uh, hey, Ready? Play from this moment. If you're if you're listening and someone asks you to take care of their dog, here's what you say: say, "Hey, can you listen to this podcast?" And then it'll be right at this moment. I'm gonna go, "Hey, person who's asking the J Train podcast listener to take care of their dog, they don't want to do it. Yes. They don't want to do it. They didn't get a dog for a reason. And honestly, you need to stop making your life everyone else's problem." And a- nobody wants to take care of their your dog unless you're paying for them to take care of it. Okay, you can play that or you can play Andy's version. This is the text he sent. Absolutely. And by the way, they were offering me to stay. They're neighbors of mine. They were offering me money per day. And it wasn't okay. about that. It was just here's what I said. Hey, unfortunately, I can't stay that week. I have to be in the office a bunch and I have a concert. I just don't think I'd be home enough for her, meaning the dog. Which was there the exact, is. which is the God's honest truth. Well, I, I, but you got to say that you go, hey, I'm busy. I have things I have to get to in my life. I don't think I will be able to give the dog enough FaceTime. And most people, unless they're psychos, will go understood because they want you to take care of their animal. That's why they asked you and they know you're going to do a judge. But if you list, if you just honestly go, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to give her enough time that she is going to need. Then people are going to go, OK, no problem. I'll look somewhere else. Let me give an edit for your text because I think it's perfect. Please. You can't say concert unless you're going to a concert because you're going to well, want to yeah, post sure. from there or whatever. This was ta- you tailor yours to your right. own life. Well, here's what you lean on. Hey, I would love to. Don't even say I would love to because that might get you future ass. Hey, yeah. I have an incredibly busy work week coming up. Nobody is going to argue. I, I won't be home a lot and I really don't want to do that to the dog exactly. now make it about see, the now, dog yeah make it about the dog so you go and now they have if they disagree with you they basically have to say which no dog person does no i want to do right bad no, by i want dog. my dog mistreated in home right. alone no right no now now you're out of it because exactly because this person i agree their family's cheap this person is being taken advantage of because yes. they made She's a decision nice. with their life. And they're too and nice. And I do. Th- it sounds like she does like doing it sometimes. I don't think she would have been so gung ho. And I think people are seeing that she likes doing it. And they go, oh, that's why we asked you. We thought you liked it. I guarantee also, that's their thinking, too. Also, people. Here's my other piece of advice. Yeah. Stop. Stop being. Stop petting their dogs. When it comes up, <laughs> it's so hard because, though. Because when I see a dog, I go, "Oh, cool!" I I, I look uh, at the it, opposite. and then go, and the then baby. Wow. Look at the baby. <laughs> then people go, "Oh, you don't like dogs?" I go, "No, I like dogs." And then they go, they just assume if you don't pet it, they'll assume you don't like it. But yeah. you can like a dog and not pet it. These people are so out of their fucking minds that they take it like seven steps. Up. No, I yes. just don't want to pet it, and then they'll never ask you again. Oh, he doesn't even pet it. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. What's life in that house going to be like? Not a lot yeah. of petting in my house. Exactly. 
The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings Same Game Parlay. For every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with Payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Let me just tell you this. I love I love having some action on the game. Uh, I bet on literally every single game last weekend, and it was ten bucks each. Just a little, just a little, a little taste. So these are great opportunities to put you know some extra uh, you know cash in your kitty. And have a really fun day. And if you don't know anything about football, it's a fun way to get involved and be a part of the big game wherever you are. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JTRAIN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JTRAIN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Andy Fiore. He's Andy great. has a special. It's called Check Right. It's out October 6th. It's on youtube.com slash Andrew Fiore. <laughs> and uh, just to be clear, it has nothing to do with politics. The the check right was yeah. something my old dad used to do while he dro- while he drove. He was so old and lazy when when we would, Jared, come to a like if you were sitting shotgun with my dad, yeah. and even as a little kid, if you uh, came up to an intersection and my dad was driving. He would he would look left for traffic and he'd yell at you. He'd go check right, and so you just now had a <laughs> homework as a assignment. Kid? <laughs> yeah, as like a little kid, you were responsible for the right side of the world. How do you and explain it was terrifying because he was very trusting. Yeah, yeah and act- hey, uh, sorry, I, I I went. My kid fucked up. You mean the, exactly. the toddler didn't tell you traffic was going? Yeah. My mind's not developed yet. For, I don't know the timing and the speed and all that <laughs> geometry. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it was bananas. He was a character. YouTube.com slash Andrew Fiore. Go check it out. Luxury Lounge. Sleep Story Bragger. Ooh. Jared, big feather energy to you. I have a complaint regarding a Sleep Story author from the Calm app. I get the Calm app subscription for free through my fiance's work, and I sometimes like to drift off to sleep with their sleep stories. Think a guided meditation through a foreign land, for example. Well, the other night I chose a sleep story, and for the first 10 minutes, the narrator was nonstop racking about how she's usually just an author for the Calm stories, uh, sleep stories, but that she is so well regarded that they asked her how to now narrate. That seems like a weird thing. Get to the sleepy time. Yeah, seriously. This was a straight monologue of all her recent achievements. I'm sorry, but if I'm trying to unwind from the day and drift off to sleep, I I sure as hell don't want to hear some random lady boasting about how great of a sleep story author she is. I now boycott her stories. Thanks for letting me complain. Good. Fuck her. I'm with you. Well, it is weird. Like, if someone came... Was like, oh, I'm gonna put on the luxury lounge podcast, and then we just started railing about politics. You would feel, you would feel deceived if, if as a guest, if I came on and was like, I normally don't do these kind of podcasts because I'm more, you know, I'm a little more regarded and some other things. But you're a friend of mine, so I, I thought I would do it. Wait, what the fuck would that be? Like, I hate. I normally don't do this. (laughs) I hate that. I that is every time someone says I normally don't do this, I literally I'm like, oh, I'm talking to an asshole now. I exactly. I don't give a shit. You're doing it now. So obviously something because it's always like I normally don't do this. But for you and you go, (laughs) yeah, that's kind of what this person's doing. This is the uh, this is what this is where calm fucked up because look at how angry you're making. Making all of us. This is the opposite of calm we're getting right yeah, now. No, we're, we are. This is not. This is going to raise we blood are pressure. Awake. You're not getting to sleep angered. on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, <laughs> I'm up, and then I'm going to turn on the TV and turn off a calm app. You're losing customers with this. I'll well, tell you what. This is a quick fix for calm. You just go. put her little credits in the little blurb when you're pricking right. 
the the uh, the reader or whatever they're called. Just go, hey, so and so is a writer for Calm, and we love her work, so we thought we'd have her narrate. Then well, you jump right into it once the, you turn on the episode, Calm. It's it's also interesting because I'm thinking about it now because I gave your credits. I gave this person thinks they're trying to pimp their other stuff. I get that. I get that. So, like, you know, we have to be honest. Like, in the beginning of this podcast, I introduce you. I give out your YouTube. I tell people to go watch. I and you try I mean, to, and you try to get it out in front. Yes, I guess, but this is also we're we're engaging people. We want right. people to listen. We right. Not, you know. I, well, I would also say when you come on, we're starting a show. I'm letting people know where to find you and what your background is, and because I'm the host, that's that makes more sense. When you come yeah, that's on more proper radio etiquette, you know, right? And then, but the difference for this woman is she has to now come on, come on. A, this isn't the venue. She needs to. She needs exactly. to understand. It's not the venue for pimping. It is the venue right. for. I need my story to go to bed. So if you're like, she's doing a disservice to herself because she thinks she's like, I usually <laughs> write the stories, and I want to get this audience of people who don't go to written stories to go to my other stories. Yeah. So I'll explain who I am, but you go, hold on, no. If I liked it, then I'll look you up. Absolutely. That's the, that's the way it goes. Right. You got to do the job before you get you know any sort of merit for it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Luxury lounge. Unrefrigerated water. Dear Jared and esteemed guests, my luxury lounge complaint is that I attended a boutique fitness studio, major franchise chain, but won't name names. And it costs about $150 a month for Ooh. unlimited membership. Cheap compared to NYC prices, I know. Yeah, that is pretty cheap. You know, Andy wooed it, but it, it, $150 for a month well, unlimited. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm an old dolphin gym guy. I'm used to. And anyways, it's a lot for the southern city I live in. For the past month, I've noticed that the mini fridge they keep all the bottled water in is broke. Therefore, all the bottles of water are at room temperature. Sorry, I just got a call during this. Um, Room temperature. On top of this, they charge extra for the bottles of water. They aren't included in the price of the membership. I understand the fridge being broken for days or even a week, but a month? Is it too much to ask for a cold bottle of water? I just burned 500 calories in my gym that I pay an arm and a leg for every month. A bottle of tepid water is the last thing you want when your skin feels like it's on fire after a hit workout. Sincerely, bitch better have my water. What do you think? Yes. Uh, 100% agreement. Absolute agreement you know, on this i i i am frustrated for them it's an you know first of all the fitness studio should be ashamed of itself right okay a month without cold water at a gym like that is like you're you're being mean to people this is bad <laughs> yeah so that's one thing especially for a luxury class style gym like Completely. you know so that's one thing here's who else i'm mad at people who like room temperature water <laughs> they <laughs> they're out there and there's a and i didn't know they were out there until doing comedy because every comedian wants a bottle of water so everyone wants yeah. a bottle of water everyone wants a bottle of water so you hear people go do you have the room temperature water people ask for it right so i Stickies. it is What's that? Sickies. Yeah, these are gross idiots. Yeah. And here's the problem. Because this gym, the fridge breaks, now the room temperature people go, oh, I'm so happy you guys have room temperature water. I've been wanting this. So now- but after a workout? Who's, who wants some RT listen, after a workout? These are monsters. These are um, really you know people who are- should seek professional help, but I, I, but they are there. So I know this. So I know that the gym, it's, it's the same thing as like, you know, a lot of you have been asking, yeah. no, tell me the number. When someone goes on Instagram and goes, a lot of you have been asking, no, tell me the number. Tell me how many people have asked because I'm sure of it. There's a couple people who are like, oh, I love that you have room temperature water. So that yeah. slows them down from making a fix because they think they're making yep. no one's complaining. 
And when and so if no one's complaining and you're getting positivity, this person needs to go to the manager and say, "When is the fridge getting fixed?" And here, that's if, how you ask. Yeah, when does the fridge get fixed? Yeah. You assume you, they must be working on this. Sure, especially if you're paying a lot of money and one hundred fifty dollars. New York or not, that's a lot of money for a gym. Here, and if you want some more ammunition in your complaint, mm. it's just say this. Just go, hey, uh, quick fix for the people that want the room temperature. It doesn't cost you anything extra. You just right. keep some on the side. Well, here's the other you thing. Have they a have cold a cold option and then just keep a few under the counter. That's RT. Here's here's what's really happening. I've thought about this now that we've talked about this. They have a mon- monopoly. There's a monopoly here they, because they are selling these waters. Oh, so, that's right. So they're selling these waters. So people are going to buy them either way because they're the only show in town. Sure. Here's, here's sure. what this person should do. Good point. You open up a water stand outside of the fitness facility and you market it as cold water one dollar yeah. because i'm positive their bottle of water is more expensive than a dollar you Absolutely. go to costco yep. you pick up a 24 pack bag of, of ice the nestle's bag yeah. ice and you charge a dollar styrofoam <laughs> cooler you're gonna be right. banking <laughs> jtrain podcast at gmail.com <clears throat> J train podcast at gmail.com here with Andy Fiore luxury lounge. I'm not buying the bride a drink Jared and guest. I've been seeing this trend for a while and it's been annoying the shit out of me. So I thought what better place to complain here? I am scrolling Instagram stories only to stumble upon yet another acquaintance posting a Venmo link and asking their followers to buy the bride a drink for their bachelorette party. Oh my God. This is the tack. Is this the tackiest thing you've ever heard? It is pretty tacky. Yes. No, No, I'm not going to buy a drink uh, through your Instagram story begging. I barely know you, and seven out of ten times, I don't know her. And even if I do know the bride, this makes me never want to buy her, buy her or the poster, for that matter, a drink ever again in my life. Yes. If I wanted to buy a bride a drink, I would take it upon myself to send money without being solicited or buy her a bottle of tequila like a normal person. If you need to solicit donations for a bachelorette party, perhaps you should not be going. Sincerely, I'm not broke, but some of my Instagram followers might be. What do you think? I This is the smartest, most well-written email we've had all day. I am complete agreement with this person. It is tacky. Uh, and there's this is, a, this is classic wedding ham behavior. There's always right. one who doesn't care what or has any social grace uh, and is just going to go, nah, this is my girl's day, so I'm going to make sure that... But it's like, okay, then you buy her all the drinks. Right. Have your bachelorette party buy them the drinks. And if you're out, you're going to meet guys who are willing to meet and buy you drinks in person. It's You don't need to hit social media and crowdsource this for extra funds. How this do I even know? Right. How do I even know the money's going towards drinks? Yeah, dude. How do I know that this is going towards, uh, you know, a spike seltzer? How do I know? I know. How, How does it not go to your where, cable bill? Right. When does my thank you come? Do I get a yeah. thank you note? When do I get appreciated? Do you cheers and send a video to all the people who, who sent you the money? No, probably not. It Listen. is. And then so now you see on the back of cars. There's. You ever see on the back of like a car, be like, so-and-so graduated, send them a drink. <laughs> this is bad. What kind of you world are we living in? It'll say Venmo, and they'll give their Venmo out. It's actually dangerous. Like, I, 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 don't, take, I don't take drinks. I try my best not to take drinks from people I don't know. Right, right. It has become my policy. I, you know, after shows, people used to come up to you, can I buy you a shot? Can I buy you a drink? Sure, sure. And... It is appreciated. The the a hundred percent. The it's a nice thought. It is really appreciated, and I used to take them. I've stopped because they've now bought your time. Yeah. So yeah. you can't just go. Well, thank you for the drink. It, it's awkward. You could no, if you're they a want monster. A conversation. And and it's not even they want. Most people they'll go. Here's your drink. Goodbye. They're the best people. Because then yeah. I I would you know, listen. And I'm not saying I'm not hanging out. I, I would hang out. What's up? I, nice to meet you. I meet so many nice people, especially from this podcast. But you go, I want the option to live my own life. You know, like I don't want anyone ever holding right. my time over me. Right. So if you just put out to the, the great big world, here's my Venmo. 
You don't think people are going to start coming to like the, you know, the chickens are coming to hatch. Like this is <laughs> right. Like I, I would fear that like now someone has your Venmo, has your information that they can just say, hey, you know, yeah. I gave you that that five dollars for your drink way back when I'm having some trouble with money. Could you, you know, send some? Yeah, so way, I don't know. Yeah, just, it it opens. You're opening up cans of worms that you don't even realize you're opening up. Yeah, it's this. I mean, it's listen, it's socially it's rude. It is tacky. You know why there was always a thing? It's it's it, maybe this is my old dad coming through. Right. But it, there used to be a time and I, I'm sounding older, but like money, it was gauche to talk about. You don't talk about money. Right. You don't <laughs> you don't ask for money. You just it's like well, dude, have here's a little what shame happened. and have here's, a little humility. Here's like, what ha here's what happened. I can tell you when the when this changed with Instagram stories and everyone's showing their life, everyone pretty much knows yep. how ri how well someone's doing. So it's like the you know, it used to be your neighbors go on vacation, you'd go, have a great time. Then they'd come home and you'd go, How was Florida? And they would go, right. Oh, we went to Disney, we did this, uh, we went to the beach and and you just assumed their yeah. Disney experience. And even was that was a lot. Well, you would assume their Disney experience is exactly like the one you would have had. Right. Nowadays, you watch from the plane ride to and then you see, uh, wow, they're they're going first class. Ooh, Delta Comfort. Yeah, then so you see walking in the room. Right. Oh, whoa. Staying. That's a where's that hotel? You Google the hotel. Yeah. Wow, seven fifty yep. a night. Then yep. you see that they have the express pass. They're bragging. Look, yep. there's a video of everyone, all from the pores in line, from sunrise to sunset. And you are doing the math in your head. We all are doing the math. And you get exactly. to the end of that trip, and you go, "How the fuck did they afford that vacation?" And then they go, "Buy us a drink. We're going yeah, on a that's vacation." How they afforded it. And you go, "I ain't buying you shit." We all have done the math on everyone. So the idea exactly. that we the idea that this this hey buy my girl a drink for her wedding is in a vacuum and we haven't already made judgments on them and whether we would want to or not is insanity. It's bananas. And honestly too, it's 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 just like I said it's rude. And rude. I'm the type of guy if I saw a bachelor party out like if they were at my bar or whatever I I'm a, I'm a gunslinger now. I go, "Hey, let oh, me yeah. let me buy them around. Let me buy I'm the throwing yeah, drinks." But then I don't make a thing of it. Uh, hey, thanks a lot, Mr. Mr. I don't know, like, <laughs> whatever you want to call me. <laughs> but it's just like, I wouldn't go, you know, it's just, I don't know. People forgot how to act in, in bars and, and, and in life in general. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Andy Fiore, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Dude, so much fun. I love you, buddy. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, everyone, Andy's so funny. Go check out the special, andyfiori.com. Um, that's F-I-O-R-I, at Andy Fiore. The link to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Andy Fiore, is going to be in the description of this episode. October 6th, go watch it. You're going to love it. I'm Jared Freed. We're in the lounge every Thursday. Keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.